Hello there, it's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm that guy on the other side of the microphone. Yes, you is. Bill Knight. <laughs> the lovable, likable Bill Knight. Hey, a lot of things happened since our last conversation, Bill. Overnight, somebody leaked a draft opinion by Justice Sam Alito at the Supreme Court. And it's uh, in the opinion uh, they were overturning Roe versus Wade. Well, the place went nuts. I mean, almost like instant crowd. We had a pro-life crowd there, pro-choice crowd there. They're yelling, they're screaming. It's going on. Even as we speak, it's happening. Two things. Who leaked it? Mm -hmm. Number one, we need to find out who that is. Spar him, get him out of there, put him in jail. They should have never done that. Right. But you just said another magic phrase. Uh, what was their agenda? Because instant crowd, well, that would tell me right. that if there was an instant crowd, they were waiting for this right. to happen. That's right. So somebody somebody said, yeah, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And we don't even know if that report is true. You know, at this point, we don't know that. Right. They they even say that in the story. Well, you know, if it's true, then why did we report it? Is this a planned hit piece to divert us from everything else? And it's a good hit piece because it's got everybody up in arms. I don't even know that the government really should be that involved in certain issues and rights. Abortion rights, I am pro-life. I will... Uh, I will tell you that right now, mm -hmm. uh, but I, I, I do have some caveats to it, but I don't think the government has the, the right to tell a woman how to control and run her body. I just don't. Now you would say, well, that makes you pro-choice. No, it doesn't. But what I do think, you know, there are more rights than just mm -hmm. the woman. There's the right of the child that she helped make and the responsibility, uh, there, there are so many rights. How about the doctor that has to do that abortion? If he works for a hospital, you will do this abortion or you will have another job because we do abortion. There's so many issues that go on that I think the government's overstepping its well, bounds. Here's what happens if, um, if they overturn Roe versus Wade. It goes back to, this, to the states. And 26 states where abortion will likely become illegal, uh, are out there. There's, there's 26 states that have some kind of ban on abortion, and it may be uh, tough to get an abortion in those states. But it'll become a state's right. There'll be some states where nothing will change at all. What it says is the federal government is no longer involved in that law. The I'm fine with that. Yeah. I am too. And, but the thing that gets me about what happened last night is it changes everything at the Supreme Court. This is the first time, Alan Dershowitz said this is the first time in his, his life, and he believes it's the first time in history where a, a, an opinion has been uh, leaked to the press before the opinion was made law. And he said this changes everything. The landscape has changed completely now. And I have to ask myself, why did they leak it? Did they leak it purely to let people know in advance that the law was going to be changed? There were a lot of people talking about that months ago. It looked like there was going to be a change in that law six months ago. But no, I think what happened is a lot of things are coming out right now. Either today or tomorrow, 2,000 mules 
is being released to the theaters, and it's supposed to be eye-opening. It's supposed to be one of these uh, events that's going to wake up a lot of people who aren't paying attention to what happened in the 2020 election. Okay, so this news story at the Supreme Court takes the spotlight away from 2,000 mules. What else happens? Now they're talking about, again, they're screaming, pack the courts. That's one of the chants they're screaming at the Supreme Court. Pack the courts. That means instead of nine justices, 12, 13, 15, whatever, put as many in there as you can to take control. And you know what? Somebody pointed out to me, they said, you know, liberals, because this is a liberal, this is a liberal hit. Liberals don't live up to their name, willing to respect or accept behavior or opinions different from one's own. That's a liberal. They don't do that. No, they do just the opposite, Bill. Any, anything a liberal says is going to be the opposite. Well, anything a liberal does will be the opposite well, of what they say. That's the rule. And here's the other thing. They're down there threatening violence on the court steps, or the Supreme Court steps. They really are. Big crowd, and it's getting nastier. Now, you have to ask yourself, if, if violence does happen down there, will they treat the leftist violent uh, protesters like they treated the uh, January 6th protesters? Absolutely not. And you know what? They know that they've got a ticking clock. It's a time bomb. The midterms are a time bomb for liberalism and a push from the extreme left. And so is 2024. If they don't blow up the system now, it ain't going to happen. And there's so many fingers on so many buttons today. Mm -hmm. Something is going to, the train somewhere is going off the track. Right. Well, I think you hit it on the head. It's the 2022 elections that are going to, uh, that they're trying to upset right now with this turmoil. Mm -hmm. You know, you know th they're trying to get people riled up so that they will go out and they will uh, vote against the, the terrible Republicans who are taking away the women's right to choose. That's the issue they're going to try to make. I would submit that the country is at a point where we're tired of this lawlessness. We're tired of these constant threats from the left. I would submit that the country is ready for a crackdown on, on all of this nonsense. And if it doesn't happen, there will be changes. And there will be changes in November. I think Have there will be changes ever? anyway. Yes, I think so, too. Well, there's elections going on today. I think Ohio's one of them. But you've had children. I've had children, so you can relate to this. You ever tell a child, I'm sorry, you can't have that candy before dinner. No, you can't have that little item in the store because you saw the, the commercial on TV. And then they break down, start kicking their feet. They throw a fit. They get the big tears. And they scream so everybody can hear it. And they have a tantrum or a hissy fit. And this is what you're witnessing, mm -hmm. a political hissy fit, a tantrum. And, again, I, I just said, I don't think anybody has the rights to control a woman's body. But with that said, she also has to be responsible for her actions and some of the things she does. Are there, are there rules to this? Well, probably so. In the, at, at the end, yeah, I, I can only sit there and 
you know, give you my conviction. If she gets that that abortion, and you believe in God, the only thing about as long that, as I said, I'm she, sure. she's responsible, not me. You know, Bill. The only thing about that that argument that you that you make about uh, you don't think that anyone has uh, has the right to interfere with a woman's body. I I, I think to myself, well, if that's the case, then. Can't I? Why can't I shoot heroin? Why can't I take drugs? It's my body we're talking about. You shouldn't have a right to stop me from doing whatever I want with my body. If that's the case, that it, is the extreme extreme to that. I'm just saying, I I respect the rights to her body, but I also respect the life, the rights to the life that she created. Right, and that's where I draw the line. I'm just sitting there going, uh. If somebody goes, yeah, I don't like my hand. I want to go get it cut off. You're stupid, and you you, you do need help, but it's mental health, uh, the help that you need. If you want to take drugs, it is mental help that you need because you are crying desperately that something ain't right upstairs. You're not happy with something, but an abortion is an entirely different thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had a night of fun, great happy for you, but you, you produced, you procreated, you know, now he's responsible too. Can't oh, let agree. the men off the hook on this. Oh, I agree. You know, you're both responsible, grow a pair and mm-hmm. be responsible. Well, now, if you don't want that child after you give birth, there are families that can't have children. And there you go. Yeah. I, I think that we're so concerned with the rights of 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 the uh, the woman that we tend to forget about the the rights of the other little person that doesn't have a voice yet. I'm old enough, Bill, to remember pre Roe versus Wade. I was a, I was a young man, and I was a teenager. But when I was a kid, Roe versus Wade wasn't the law. That came along in like 1973. And, or maybe it was 74, but it was around that time. It was thought of as being obscene to abort a child when I was a kid. Now they make it sound like it's a precious, wonderful right. I saw a woman on one of the news articles who was wearing a T-shirt that said, I had 29 abortions, and she was smiling. She was wearing this T-shirt with pride. I felt sorry for her. I felt sorry for the woman. I thought, my God, the trauma, the internal, the internal trauma that she must be going through, no matter what she's doing or saying right now, she still has got to think, oh, my God, what have I done at times? Maybe, she has, maybe she's one of these people that can push it aside and go on with her life. I have met people who have had abortions. I have not met anyone who's had an abortion who's been totally happy with having done it. They may tell you, you know, I'm glad I got an I'm pro-choice, but there's, there's a sadness. Everybody knows who's gone through that, what they've done. I feel very sorry for the woman who's had an abortion because sometimes they've been talked into it by friends, they've been encouraged, they've been massaged, it's the right thing to do, they get, they get behind it, they do it because maybe a doctor told them it's the right, th- oh, it's painless, it'll be done in no time, you'll go on with your life, you'll be free of this responsibility. 
And I've never seen somebody who has been free of that responsibility. They always, they always have that weight to carry with them. Key phrase you said, free of responsibility. Nobody today wants to be responsible for their actions. Anything that they do that's bad or wrong, (laughs) I didn't do that. It's your fault. I'm not responsible. You are. And, And you have to, you have to own up to, and I'm not going to say creating a life is a mistake. And I'm not going to tell you that you made love to somebody. I'm not going to judge you on that. I, 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 not God, I don't have that right to do, but you also have to own your responsibilities. Right. And that's all that I'm saying about that. Then the argument comes in, well, when does life start? Not, not, Look, once, you know, if you, if you, if you're a person of science, which liberals are, right, they believe the science. Show me the science. science. Yeah, the science says when the egg meets the little, the little swimmer, they get together. Guess what? That's the beginning. And the thing is, uh, Bill, Bill, it doesn't stop at that point. It oh. continues for the rest of your life. From yes. that point on. You keep adding and changing cells and growing and changing constantly throughout our, our life. Mm-hmm. You start out as a little person, then a young child, then an adolescent, then a teenager, then an adult, a young adult, then a middle-aged man, then an older man, but all the time a continuum from that first joining of cells. There was no magical moment three months into gestation or six months into a, a pregnancy, it happened at the moment those two cells united. And, right. and that's when you have to, uh, I think, consider that life begins. And, you know, we didn't do that. I tell people when a couple gets together, that they're, they're not there to, quote, make a child. Oh, I'm there to make a child. No, they're there because they're they're lustful. <laughs> they have they're in the heat of the moment. They're together because because all human nature. All systems are are go. go. Yes. But it's God in my opinion that is really adding the magic sauce. The magic to the moment is from God when he breathes life into those little cells and they mm. become a magical person, a, a little baby. I mean, I look at my, my children, my grandchildren, I think, my God, where did these wonderful people come from? I, I didn't do this. This was all God's doing. Now, I don't want to sound like, you know, this is, a, <laughs> you know, you know the, the sermon hour with Jim. <laughs> here's a thought for yes. you. You know, the possibility is that little child or potential child you are aborting could be born and grow up to be the person that can perfectly articulate and convince people of most of the things that you believe but no you stop yeah. that one yeah well you took hey, that train off the track how many how many times have you ever thought gosh we may have aborted the person who could have cured cancer 25 years ago or 20 years ago, we may have, we may have aborted the person who would have uh, 
invented the next great invention. We may you don't know. Thomas Edison, the next uh, uh, Nikola Tesla. We may have aborted these people. We talk about race a lot in our country. Many victims of abortion are the black community. This is a tragedy. We are aborting so many wonderful people, and they don't have that voice on the outside saying, stop, please think about me. We are a think-about-yourself society. We're, we're a selfish society. You know, I got pregnant. I have to get rid of it because I don't want to carry the baby. Instead of saying maybe, and you know, maybe as a society, we should be more considerate and loving of the pregnant mother, the young pregnant mother, the un... And un, helpful. The, yes, the unmarried pregnant mother. Maybe what we should say is enough of giving all these these $33 billion to the Ukraine and, 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 and the illegals coming across the border. Maybe we should put together programs that really help the young unwed mother get through, get mm-hmm. through life. Not something, not just go through the process of giving birth, but maybe support them as they nurture the child, as the child goes off to school, to help keep their life in order. And that, that's just a thought. And that's off the top of my head. I'm sure a lot of people would say, well, then you're going to get people who are going to abuse the, uh, the whole process and they'll be having babies as, a, as an occupation and i'm sure well, they're going to argue with you you know where's that money going to come from you know we got to help the ukraine but elon musk bought twitter he could have spent that money to help out people here and you're just muddying the the issue and confusing everything we need to help our own people before we help other people in that war in the ukraine you know let's get real you know they finally said yeah it's about nato which with everything going on there's uh, some pretty big headlines uh, that are happening there, I guess, uh, uh, and it's a little deviation from what we were talking about. But uh, Russian TV, they did a mock-up video of an, a nuclear attack mm-hmm. on guess where? Iceland. Really? Why would they attack Iceland, I wondered. But I, I don't have the answer for that. Somebody probably does. The other thing is, is... I'll bet you Vladimir. there are people in Reykjavik who are really... <laughs> not her- not yeah, terribly happy you know, about that. I mean, Putin is now contemplating, and for damn good reason, because everything that's been attacked in Russia has been at the hand of the United States. We've been involved. Oh, yeah. So we're in a war. And with that said, and then you got Pelosi and uh, Schiff over there going, we are committed to fight this to the end. We will give you all the money we need. You know what happens next Monday? Monday, May 9th, is, um, what do they call that, May is, Day? Is it Russian May Day? Yeah, it's their it's, victory day when Russia right. in 1945 defeated the Germans, the Nazis. Yeah. Now, Vladimir hates the Nazis and the neo-Nazis, which are in the Ukraine. When he goes in the hospital, that general in charge, he wants those neo-Nazis. Now, Vladimir had said, I am this close, you know, just a, just a, a chin's hair away from pushing or, or declaring war on the Ukraine and the U.S. We are worried about that. If we're and worried we about that, that why do we have people like Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and a few other representatives going over to uh, Kiev and 
and trying to make points with the Ukrainian government. Why is Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff there saying, we're going to make sure you have all the money you need, and we're not going to be happy until you have victory? Are we declaring now that we're going to be in this situation until there's a victory? Is it going to be another Afghanistan? Are we going to be there 20 years? Nancy declared it. She declared it in the Ukraine with her military advisors and uh, Zelensky, the whole nine yards, she made that declaration. Who gave her the power? When did she become the commander-in-chief? Because, hmm. as I recall, Biden's still president, may not know it in his head. You know, he's probably somewhere out in the forest going, oh, look at all the trees. <laughs> you know, but... Well, I, I, I heard somebody say that uh, May 9th is an important day, and I kept thinking for most of the day yesterday about what you said about Putin going in for cancer surgery. I have yet to find that. I, I, I'd love to be able to find that on, online, but you did find it. And, yes, and I did. I read the story, and uh, I'm trying to think. It was either uh, political or CNN. Now, they have been doing pictures of, oh, you know, Vladimir with his hand shaking. Yeah, I saw They've that. They've been making hay of this. Now, they could have made up this story about it, but the simple fact is you do have that guy in charge. It has been identified as stomach cancer, and it was actually a person that pointed out the story to me, and I went and Googled it, and it came up, you know, in the news feed. So I'm going, last okay, night, but they don't give the particulars of when he's going in for that surgery. Last night, Bill O'Reilly was on uh, the Greg Kelly show, and he has a new book calling, uh, that is being released today, I believe, called Killing the Killers. And I wouldn't say that I was sucking into buying it, but I saw him on TV. I saw him mention this book, and I went out and bought it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, talk about him impulse buying. But anyway, he said something interesting. He said, wait a second. What you don't know, and, and I guess the book Killing the Killers is about what we really have weapon-wise weapon and the things you don't know about, the weaponry that you don't know about. Uh, and he did a lot of investigating with uh, his co-author. I guess his name is Martin Dugard. Mm -hmm. He said, we have something, weapons in space. I've heard it referred to as the rods of God. Now, they don't talk about this at all. We hear about the hypersonic missiles the Russians have. And I always wondered, why are we so dismissive? Like, oh, yeah, they have hypersonic. And the rods of God supposedly are so amazing that they will take out a weapon coming out of a silo. They will take out a weapon coming out of a silo. Think about that. Do you remember that uh, Nashville AT&T? The, uh, the old building back in the day, yeah, the guy in the camper in the whole nine yards. Yes. Yeah. Supposedly, that, that was, was a, test. a test of the rods of God. Nobody but that old guy died. And apparently, I think they said he killed himself. It was suicide or something like that. He was in his camper. I've forgotten yeah, the, the details. in front of the wrong building. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But they took out that building, and they have pictures online of that building being hit by look what looked like a beam, not a missile, a beam yeah. hitting that building. Supposedly, that's the rods of God. Now, that A&T Center that was taken out had something to do with elections. That's what I heard. Yeah, they had backup servers yeah. there. And the backup servers theoretically could have proven the, ele the election was legitimate. 
right. or that it was stolen. So, in other words, yes, we'll never know because the evidence was poof. But do you ever wonder why the Chinese and the Russians, the Russians may rattle their saber, but the Chinese are pretty diplomatic for the most part. They, well, must, they must know that we have these rods of God. A top-secret Russian rocket was launched, I think, two days ago. And they did it at night, and they had several military units to protect from all sides. And it was done in secrecy. And they said it was a top-secret payload. payload. Now, they say it's surveillance satellite equipment, but they launched it. If we have the rods of God, I would venture to say that rocket that launched the other day Mm -hmm. is going to be something that gives them at least a heads up, if not could attack it. From what I understand, those rods of God aren't only uh, air to ground. They also can take out things that are coming up at them. They can, they're defensive also. Mm -hmm. So what we don't know and what we'll never know is whether that spaceship ever made it. (laughs) We, you know, if they're going up there to do something nefarious against our defense system, I wouldn't be surprised if they take it out. Do we own space? Did the United States become the owner of space? No. So if they launch something in their protection, right. Whether we agree with their, their, their government or not, are we not doing an act of aggression and but war? how do you know we did it? Who's going to say we did it? I guess what I'm I saying know. is that if they're sending up a missile to either take out our rods of God or find out more about our rods of God, and all of a sudden that uh, that Russian missile gets uh, destroyed. What are they going to say? You took us out? Or are they going to say, we'd just say, well, it was a malfunction with your rocket. Well, there's a lot of things that can be said, but I do know this. We are pushing Russia. And then we got Pelosi with her big fat mouth and Schiff and Schumer out there, too, that are just making a lot of noise, and they're idiots. They're idiots. And they're going to push Putin into a corner to where he goes, you know what? You say I'm not healthy. I'm not, I don't have long for the world. I am a nationalist for my country. I do have this. And I may not get them all through. But I'll make them count. Now, the thing about the hypersonic missile, everybody goes, well, if they do a launch, it would come over the top. So it would fly from Russia over Canada and hit, mm-hmm. which is pretty quick. But the hypersonic missile, you, you, it's too late to detect the launch once it's launched. And they can go under the globe, take the longer trip, and maybe add two minutes to the flight, five minutes to the flight. And it still hits their target. And we don't have tracking yeah, but if, that if, goes all the way around. Apparently, if this Rods of God works, if they can detect a silo opening, if they know where the hypersonic missiles are and can take the missile out of the silo, that's, I mean... Uh, See, Russia doesn't always use silos, though. They have the right. They have the mobile units. They put them on trains. They have the trucks. And, you know, we have some pretty good stuff, and I'm pretty sure that we can take out a lot of it. But the point is, some people are saying a nuclear war is the ultimate end game for Russiagate. O'Reilly said last night, understand something. We can take out, and, and Putin knows this, we can take out the entire Russian government in one day. In Probably one could. day. I inferred from the way he said it 
we would be the last man standing. It wouldn't be a mutual destruction type thing. You know, Trump was um, at the rally on Sunday, and he said very proudly, I didn't want to update our nuclear system, our defensive system, but I had to. It's the only thing you can do as president. You can't turn your back on this. I, so I, I upgraded our system, and I'm proud of that. We have the finest nuclear system in the world. We've always been able to hit a target, even back to the 60s. And we have a lot of old technology. But when you have a Cadillac that's been well-maintained, it's a pretty nice ride even today, those missiles could hit a dime in Moscow. Why are we even, you know, tiptoeing down the path? We should not be on it. We should have never been on it. And here we are on it. And, and this guy is quickly in Washington, Bill, he's not doing anything to discourage it. You would think that if Pelosi and Schiff were over there, the one thing they would be doing is trying to talk peace, trying to get the two sides together. And they aren't. They, no. yeah, they aren't. Yep. No. And there, there's a bigger agenda that's going on. And I believe it gets back to the old thing of the money people of the world. Putin has a lot of money himself, but he's a nationalist. And he once wanted to be a part of NATO, but they laughed in his face and he yeah. says, okay, okay. So now he's in their way of one world order. So is China. Folks. And so there are enemies, and I think we've talked a lot. Yeah, we. I, I want to remind people, <laughs> tell your friends, 2,000 Mules, it's Dinesh D'Souza's movie. It's coming out this week. Please tell your friends to see it. I'm going to see it. I haven't seen it yet. They're going to try to drown it out with other noise. They're going to try to make it uh, an afterthought. They're going to Here's re- what you do. You go to our website. It's anotherday.com. Mm-hmm. 2,000 Mules. Now, it's not the movie. It is the trailer. Now, they do have the old audio clip where Biden goes, we've made the perfect voting fraud machine. That's to get your attention. But then they show the voting fraud. They show the people going up to the drop boxes when everybody votes at 2 in the morning and dropping in not one or two ballots. No, they've got boxes of ballots that they're dropping in and taking a picture of it, just like well, when the Amazon delivers a package. The driver wants to be sure that he doesn't get dinged for that, for not getting the package to your door. So he takes a picture of it. Right. You get an email with the picture. Amazon gets it. Well, they're doing the same thing. they got to get paid for dropping off these ballots because uh, they went door-to-door to all these kind citizens. If you go to that, tra- know, so. that trailer page, I'm sure right now they'll tell you where you can see it, too. You- oh, yeah, it's, it's on there. It's, yeah. it's all linked. So check it out because once the movie starts going, I, yeah, we won't leave it up forever, but check it out. you got to tell your friends, too. Tell your friends to go see it. Uh, you don't have to leave your house to see it. You can pay for it and watch it online. Uh, mm-hmm. Folks, we had a lot of things planned for today's show. All of those things obviously were scrapped when we woke up this morning to find out there was the turmoil at uh, the Supreme Court. We will give you that stuff hopefully tomorrow, but I got a feeling this Supreme Court story is not going to go away for a while. There'll be more problems. You probably will hear about Antifa people going down there and causing trouble. They always seem to, to do that. Um, I think a, few, a lot of stories are going to erupt this week. Uh, and they're gonna, and it's going to be for a while. Yeah. They're going to have to divert your attention. You've got to sift through and focus on what's real. We'll try to help guide you, but right. 
There's too much crap to sift through. I, I got to be honest. You're right, but we got to keep trying. We can't give up. That's yeah. the whole thing. We no, cannot we give up. Folks, uh, it is always a pleasure. A reminder, you can reach us at our phone number, 833-583-6060, 833-583-6060. Mail at itsanotherday.com. You can also uh, give us a like on Facebook. It's another day. Getter, Rumble, YouTube. It's another day. Hey, my friend, it's always a pleasure. Let's do it again tomorrow. Have a great day. Adios, amigo. Vaya con Dios. See you soon.